Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom Here at United Queendom, we're big fans of box menswear. For boxers, briefs, jocks, tracksuits, swimwear and so much more, head over to boxmenswear.com for stellar deals, worldwide shipping and some killer eye candy. Episode 11. So what is 11 times 11? Uh, 144. No, that's wrong. (laughs) You can still answer. Uh, Oh, right. 101. No, Dalmatians. Oh, fuck. I don't know. 12 times 12 is 144. So 11 times 11 is 111. No, that's wrong again. 121. (laughs) All <laughs> oh, right, my age <laughs> You hate when I start the podcast with a surprise yeah, I question I, I, I know, because you always get me You always get me, and it's really bad Well, nothing that, like, iconic I thought happened in the episode So I thought I'd just go with the maths quiz that they did Oh, I found a few bits of iconic, actually Should we start Should we start with numbers? We started with the numbers But I have to do an intro Because I keep forgetting to do it And it's been pointed oh. out to me Oh yeah right. <laughs> you've, been, you've been burned babes <laughs> I've been Tina burned I'm Ed Dyson And my co-host today loves maths One bag of brown Plus another bag of brown Equals a good time Sam Dowler <laughs> Sam Dowler <laughs> At Sam Dowler time on Instagram At Sam Dowler on Twitter Thank you very much See this is why I don't intro you Because then join you in, that. Join in the fun So much fun to be had <laughs> um, Should we do a rating? Yes, you know my rating already because I told you last night in the dead of night when we had a conversation that you don't remember. I remember some of it. Do you remember what my rating was? I mean, it is against all of our policy to discuss Drag Race before we speak on the podcast. We have discussed that before. We're not allowed to mention it, but I broke, I broke, you know, I was like, Harry and Meghan, I broke with royal protocol and I told you what it was. Do you remember? I think you said it was a six or was it a four? No, it was an eight. Eight. Mm-hmm. Wow, I really don't remember our conversation. We were really drunk. Oh, I was. Brilliant. <laughs> no, I remember... Oh, never mind. That, that's a bit of a yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah. Did I say what I gave it? Oh, I know. I'm me. Um... No, you... you <laughs> and I am, after all, me. Um, no, you didn't... You didn't, you didn't I'm tell... I'm full of myself, literally. <laughs> you, you, didn't tell, you didn't tell me. Oh, I'm going to be very, very harsh again. I'm going to go with a four. Oh, what the fuck? Come on. Yeah, I think I'm going to be very, very harsh on this season in general because uh, Denali's gone and I just really feel like the series is not as good without her now. I'd still be in mourning about Denali, actually, but my rage obviously was replaced by Drag Race UK's result. And um, mm. I'm glad that you all enjoyed my deranged rant last week about that. Uh, thank you for listening. <laughs> I think I managed to keep I managed to keep the episode, like, you know, on the ground, I think. I think I was the driving force of sanity. When you are the representing sanity, then everyone else has to have a long, hard look at themselves. So I will oh, you be really do someone about <laughs> yeah. that. You need some proper help if that's the scenario. <laughs> right, so I gave a four and you gave an eight So we'll try and meet at a six But honestly, I, I just felt this episode Again, it was the result that annoyed me And it's not um, that I was sad about you can't who left bl- You can't blame the whole um, episode on the result 
I didn't think many people did good in the challenge. The only thing I really liked this week was the runway. Everything else I found a bit like of a chore to get through, to be uh, honest. Well, I completely disagree. I enjoyed the challenge. I thought it was good. Um, I love that challenge anyway. And I completely, I love the, I love the lip sync and I agreed with who went. Oh, wow. We're going to be on very different pages. Um, no, I just, I felt, to be honest, I feel like at the moment, Drag Race, the only reason to watch this series is to listen to United Kingdom afterwards. I feel like <laughs> we, we are the only thing that's keeping it alive, really. Um, yeah. So last yeah. week, as I said, Denali left. This week, uh, they all had to say who they thought should go home on the stage before she did. And everyone said Olivia, pretty much. But she has done something that rarely happens on Drag Race. She's taken it in her stride and says, well, someone, they had to say someone, I'm not taking it personally. It comes from a place of love. And I was like, wow, she's so mature. Probably doesn't, it didn't, didn't really come from a place of love. It came from the fact that her, um, her doppelganger challenge was shit. That's where it came from. It did. It was, it came from a place of honest, harsh critique. Mm. Um, so, but mm-hmm. she's, she's tried to put a positive spin in it and you can't blame the girl for that. I bet she'll No, like- we like that. I bet she'll be secretly holding a grudge and get them all later. Cause she's got that kind of sneaky side to her, haven't we? have said that before, <laughs> haven't we? Yeah, there's, she's a dark horse, babe. She's dark. Still waters uh, run deep. That's the phrase, isn't it? Is that your douching advice? Um, no, 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 it isn't. It's an old-fashioned <laughs> phrase. <laughs> I know. My my douching my douching is squirt now save save face later. <laughs> Your advice is if at first you don't succeed, douche 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 again. <laughs> so she needs, uh, I think she needs to give lessons to Candy Lawrence Cheney and a horror about how to be a bit more humble in the competition and not fly yeah. off the handle all the time. Although maybe I need to give that mm-hmm. advice as well after last episode. Yes, take 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 your advice for Candy. I would say take it on board. Count to ten, take a deep breath and get mm-hmm. over it. Yeah. Uh, but but Candy says she doesn't believe it. She's like, why would you be cool, calm, and collective? That is your best impression. Yeah, I love it. And I, and also, you have. I just that was one of my favorite bits. She says, "Cool, calm, and collective." It's cool, calm, and collected, so Candy. <laughs> she gets gets all wrong. Oh, she's so, so dumb. But I, I feel bad slating her because she's been on social media this week talking about how everyone's sending her hate and it's like it's really affecting her. No. See, that is the thing. Like, oh, this is what I don't get right. And I know that you and I speak about this off air in our usual friendship and life. But um, I think that, you know, whereas a lot of people are like, oh, blame the media, blame the media. I think, um, yes, the media obviously introduce stories and they have these stories, but it actually is really down to social media where the poison really sets in. It's when you get, oh, like, I mean, cause as I said before, I've done with my old co-host for a different show, Casey Bachelor, we used to look at... Um, her trolling and every trial's a goal and read them out and stuff because it's always like look at the comments look at the comments and because then you sort of get a gauge or kind of a gauge of what people are really thinking and people on social media are fucking disgusting and they are a disgrace and I don't know how that is I mean it needs to be changed somehow but that is where not from the media that is where all the hatred comes from straight afterwards on social media yeah I mean I think there has to be a distinction because on one hand obviously people take it too far and become actually toxic and abusive but a, a lot of the time people are just saying oh I find Candy annoying which we mm. say on the podcast and it's mm-hmm. like sometimes on Reddit people will be like oh I find Candy annoying and people are like stop being hateful stop doing it and it's like well oh, it's right. a TV show you can give an opinion so yes yeah. some people obviously the death threats and the being racist and homophobic all that stuff obviously is wrong but I mean mm. most people I think are just 
if you go on reality TV and you act annoying, then don't be surprised when the fans say you're annoying. And also they go on, I mean, anything that you would level at Candy Muse, I'm sure she would watch herself on it and agree with you. Do you know what I mean? She's not like, you don't go on there thinking, you know, people go on reality shows knowing they're going to be divisive. That is the whole point of it sometimes. I don't know how much the self-awareness is also <laughs> And as we find out, Candy is not the sharpest. She doesn't know the difference between 25,000 and 2,500. So she's basically <laughs> the American Diane Abbott at this point. So that could have been her snatch game. <laughs> oh my God, she'd have, been so, she'd have been so good at that. <laughs> I still I think she, she should have done Taz. She couldn't, have, she couldn't have done the accent, but I mean, God, imagine how good Diane Abbott would have been. I mean, it's a bit of a, bit of a you know... A, one trick pony but it would have been funny I imagine you could trying to do Diana but she would have had a, she would have had a stroke um, <laughs> I just don't know if it's appropriate um, so they've got well, it wouldn't the... really be appropriate <laughs> no it wouldn't to be fair they do a little mini challenge which is where they it's quite shady to the pit crew really because it's like are you smarter than the pit crew really shady to the pit crew but it's, it's great to see the pit crew in um, box underwear we love box underwear on, um, on RuPaul's Drag Race they were wearing it for the whole challenge and, um, you know, and in the adverts as well. I know. that we, we have that in common. Well, you slipped that in seamlessly, Sam, and it's not the first time I've said that to you. <laughs> That's thanks to my douching. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you'd have had a bag of brown. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I still find that so funny? <laughs> Merch coming soon. Did you... <laughs> Sam, did you know all the answers to this um, quiz? Yes. <laughs> Don't make me fucking test you. I think I got them all apart from... I th- no, I, I, no, I didn't know them. You know any of them? Um, I knew some of them. I knew, you know Alexis I, I knew, Mateo says bam, I, don't you? Yeah, I, know, I knew it was Shader Rest in the Hall that said, um, look over there, because that was only like last year. <laughs> um, yeah. And I have seen all of them, but I just haven't I haven't watched them religiously. So I know it's like Drag Race lore, but um, my memory... Well, you do my host memory's, a Drag Race podcast. My memory is quite poor, <laughs> but... <laughs> my memory is quite poor, a poorer. And um, yeah, so it's just, it's just like, yeah, shut up. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Not everyone studies it as if it's a test the way mm. I do. I, I'm a bit of a geek yeah. with some of this stuff. Like you are yeah. with old Top of the Pops episodes. <laughs> Well, I was going to slate Utica for getting the Alexis Mateo one wrong, but I guess I can't because I'd be slagging you off as well. But, I mean, at least you would have known no, you, not to you, buzz please, in. Please feel free to slag me and Utica off. Yeah, exactly. I can't bear when people buzz in and they don't hear the answer. So stupid. Well, honestly, I'm not being a bitch, but I'm finding it really hard to say anything positive about Utica. And clearly she's a nice <gasps> person. I don't wish anything bad on her, but mm. I just, it's not, it's very off-putting for me to see her on television. I find... Was that, was that the end of a sentence? I don't want to see her on television. I think it gives me the creeps, gives me the willies. And usually I love the willies, but I really well, don't. you're just saying time. that because she's skinny. And that's 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 as bad as saying you don't want to see Candy Muse on because she's a big girl. I'm not saying it's because she's skinny. There's loads of skinny queens that I like. Creepy, you mean. <laughs> I said creepy. No, I said skinny. Um... Yeah, she is quite. She is quite creepy, and I know. Do I do? The word "creepy" really makes me laugh. I don't know why. Oh, do you know? I I was on. Um, I was on. Do you remember Storm? For, who was on X Factor? Storm Lee, I think his name was. I can't remember what his full Vaguely. name was. Um, and I was on Extra Factor with uh, Connie Huck um, on ITV2, and um, and they asked me what my opinion of them, and I said, and I said, and they said, what's your opinion on Storm? And I said, hmm, creepy and a bit needy. 
and then I and then I saw him at the after party. And he was like, "Thanks for that." <laughs> creepy, <laughs> creepy, creepy, and a bit needy, like the worst combo. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason that just reminded me of my mum. She does this thing at the moment that makes me laugh. When I'm reading the newspaper, she'll just come up behind me, just like hovering over my shoulder. And if there's a celebrity on the page she doesn't like, my mum just slams her finger down on the newspaper and goes, Yuck! <laughs> that is terrifying! <laughs> Yuck! And then just walks off. It's like a drive-by yakking. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know why I told that story. I'm sorry. Um, we, we like We like home life. It reminds us that you're a human. <laughs> Homo life. <laughs> Candy redeems herself with her previous maths faux pas by actually getting a maths question right and then she wins this weird little mini challenge and um, they find out their maxi challenge is going to be making their own soft drink so I'm going to do something else you don't like Sam and ask you um, what would yours be? Oh, that is hard. I would call it Samta. <laughs> Samta. So it's a Christmas drink. Sam, no, Samta with an L. Oh, like Fanta. <laughs> so, but it's, but it's full, full of my jizz juice. I don't know. <laughs> I know, I know, full of, full of, I know, because, wait, somebody called me effervescent one, once, so I'll say it's full of, uh, you know, somebody also called me rambunctious as well. Sambunctious. Oh yeah, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Sambunctious. Yeah, Ooh, okay. I like maybe, that. maybe maybe that, and it is a, it's a very dark, it's a very, very dark syrupy liquid that makes you feel sick. <laughs> what about you? You are rambunctious. <laughs> uh, I, I came up with Ed Bull. And it gives you bingo wings. I think I'd be in the bottom. Oh, so wait, so you, so you think about this question beforehand, like write yourself a funny, a funny answer, and then ask me on the spot. So I come up with something. <laughs> so I come up with something shit, and then you go ha ha, and then say a pre-prepared answer. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> Sorry, I was smoking last night and now I sound like Mutley, so I can't even make fun of Candy Muse sounding like Taz. Well, no, like we always, every time there's a challenge, and we used to do this when it was Charlie as well, every time there's a challenge, we say, what would you do in the challenge? Oh, and now you're bringing up Charlie! Oh, <laughs> why did you just slap me around the face this week? <laughs> <laughs> God, you're really cracking me up today. I can't do this. Um, I came up with one for you as well, not just one for me. Mine's shit. Oh, okay. Salmonade. I don't like it, but... Shit. That is your brand. <laughs> shit. That's yeah. shit. Oh, great. You really put You really put, your, really put the thought into that one. That was a long meeting at the office. <laughs> yeah, I'll just think of anything for Sam and I'll just say it. doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm losing it. I'm losing it. I've had two coffees. Okay. Um, <laughs> Tina is doing a burning theme for hers. Oh so. my god! Kill fucking surprise! <laughs> Jesus! It's just too much. I mean, like, like this is the thing with Tina Burner this week. I mean, not only is she like, oh, I'm ready to take over, you know, and you know what you always say, and like, I'm just, and I've got, you know, this whole fucking. Oh no, wait, we've missed out JDS at all, haven't we? First, do that. No, that hasn't happened yet. Oh. Oh, sorry. I think it has. Wait. Isn't it? No, it hasn't happened quite yet. So oh. they're just having the conversation 
in the oh, workroom. Right. room. So that's oh, where right. she says she's doing the burning theme, but we haven't got yeah. to the commercials. And, and then and then everyone's gagged when she says that, no doubt. Yeah, she's keeping us on our toes, surprising us every turn, every <laughs> Tina turn. Shut up, Tina Burner's doing a Tina Burner's doing a burning theme. <gasps> Don't and tell then, me. I think you should. I think you should use red, yellow, and orange, Tina. I think it would be really crazy and out there. <laughs> what do you reckon? Well, well, I mean, last week actually was a branding challenge, and she didn't use the signature colours because it was the makeover challenge. So. If if she'd done it again, one time she should have. I know. So I guess this is the challenge you're meant to do your signature, but she's done it so much already that it's now nauseating, really. <sighs> yep. And look who it is, Jada Essence Hall. <laughs> oh, I ruined that bit, didn't I? Uh, I have to comment on this bit that um, she does a full on. Uh, it's very, it's very much a pandemic thing. It's a very COVID mistake. She does a full on. She looks at herself in the corner the entire way through. Uh, but you would, wouldn't you? Like, doesn't everyone do that? She doesn't look at. Her, she doesn't look. She doesn't never. No, you have to. You've got. To, you've got to try and look at the camera. That's why apparently I was watching something on telly about it. That you, there's a way to turn off the turn off you. So therefore, you just look at them and you just look at the camera because some people, especially I imagine a drag queen, can only look at themselves talking. That's why for this whole section, she's you don't even see the whites of her eyes. She's looking down into the bottom left hand corner. For fuck's sake, I've been giving lectures over Zoom in the past few months and I did not know you could turn off because I don't want to look at myself. But when it's there, you just do. Yeah, um, and yeah, I didn't. Know, um... I don't know how to turn that off. So I've been doing a Jada and just staring off into the distance. <laughs> but it is part of her brand because her brand is look over there. Which, to be honest, I, again, like the red, orange, and yellow with Tina, fucking burger. If I never hear Jada Essence Hall say that again, it'll be too soon. Like it was only last no. season, but every single advert on YouTube she pops up. Look over here. Look over there. And I'm just like, it's, it wasn't even that funny in the first place. Like it's not the best catchphrase. Oh, I can't bear it when they well they're making it a thing, aren't they? She's made it a thing. Like quickly roll out the t-shirts. Blah blah blah. I mean, mm. we say about to launch our bag of brown <laughs> that's different that's a whole series of ramming it down people's necks <laughs> we've been milking it like Utica in an advert honestly <laughs> what are we on now oh yeah we're in the filming of the advert so <laughs> Tina's doing her advert now and they're having one of those moments that every queen seems to have in one of these challenges which is where the people who are directing in this case Ross and Carson are telling them to say something and three times in a row not saying it oh my god it's this is my face my favorite more than three times it was just like it were it, it's, you just get a mental block it's a mental block and she can't get around it now it's not only Victoria who has a secret <laughs> I've told you on here before about when I did a demo for a um, radio station and I couldn't stop saying 24 carat Go, what was it? 20, 24 hour ca- twenty four hour carrot. That was it. Magic, and I just kept saying, and it's a tw- and it's twenty four hour magic, and I kept saying twenty four carrot hour magic, and I could the Bruno Mars song. Yeah, and I just couldn't, I just couldn't stop doing it, and like, and so I, I feel for Tina Burn here because it's because you just get, and especially if you're on the spot like that, that's what it was. I was on the spot and I couldn't, I couldn't stop. So she's like, see, she's trying, and like this is what happens with all of them. At least once a season, you're right, and it's like, that, and then. But obviously it makes for great TV because it's just massively embarrassing. I wonder if with these things, sometimes they only get told once, then they get it right. And they've just edited it so it looks like more because no, Tina no. Burner's not stupid. And it no, just seems st- like... What, you say I'm fucking stupid. It isn't about that. It's about... <laughs> it's about... <laughs> 
it's, today. <laughs> it's about getting like it's about getting caught in like a headspace and you like you, you, like even even like I did it and I was, looked at the producer and I was like Phew, glad I did that and he was like no you did it again and I was like what how how <laughs> you are so, right actually, I did my audition tape for Drag Race not to be a drag queen but to be a writer and I sometimes well, you thought, have to do an audition tape for that you didn't have to I just chose to do one it ended up being a huge waste of time and money but um <laughs> but I sometimes the line was just like 10 words and it's like amazing how hard it is to remember a line when you're not reading it sometimes yeah. it's just like yeah. as soon as it go, the camera goes on it mm. just goes out of your head mm-hmm. and how is your head how hey how's your head hon <laughs> how's your head hon bing bang but no we're on america now <laughs> what <laughs> Now, I'm not being funny. I've already said I found Utica creepy, but seeing her suckle on a cow's udder in this advert has not helped one jot, let me tell you. No, I mean, this was... It wasn't nice. Um, are you talk- are we still talking about the recording, are we? We're not talking about the actual... Talk about the recording, ad- yeah. We'll get to the commercials um, later. Yeah, it's creepy. You do get a good view of some box underwear, though. <laughs> but um, other than that... That's the main thing. The thing is, though, right, so I was discussing this with David, and um, he really liked it because he thought it was like off the wall it was different from all the others and it was kind of kooky it was her brand what her brand is kooky and um fair enough it doesn't sort of land but i think like that's the sort of thing that like if you're really fucking stoned or something and you watch you'll be like <laughs> she's sucking on a teat <laughs> so um I don't know. That is I true. Think... I found hers entertaining, but I mean I think people have compared it to do you remember Crystal last year who was quite quirky but still Managed to be quirky. Crystal method. Yeah. Managed yeah. to be quirky within a way that still made narrative sense. Whereas I think mm. Utica is just being quirky, but kind of um, in a way that's a bit nonsensey. I'm not calling her a nonce. You're calling, you're calling her a nonce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. Get the lawyers. So Candy's um, commercial is going to be, is, is it K-Special, her drink, or Special K? I think it's K-Special, isn't it? Mm, I can't even remember... <laughs> but um, I, I must admit, even though I know that it's called Special K, and I think I know that from the Placebo song. Well, Special K is another name for ketamine. Yeah, that's what I mean. But I didn't originally, when I first watched the episode, I didn't get the ketamine thing. No, I don't. It's not called, it's not called, she doesn't call it Special K. Otherwise, I, I would have... Calls- her drink K special. Oh, maybe that's it. I think I think it was meant to be a reference because then everyone on Reddit said it's people aren't getting the ketamine joke, and I was like, well, I do get that it's called that, but that's that's why they're all sort of lying down, like as in like you know off their tits. I know, but I just don't think it was hammered home enough. Like if I missed it and I know it's called that, then I think a lot of people. Then you're not on ketamine, basically. And why was she drinking milk? Like, what's that got to do with ketamine? Or is that because no, I don't really get it, and it was um, it was just I mean, it was just it was just again, it was I mean, I know this is a branding change, but it was very much you know Candy Muse being Candy Muse. I quite liked it, but it wasn't real with it. Well, I found Gotmix's decisions very strange because Gotmix's name. Why couldn't you do Cot Milk? Why exactly? Her name is already a pun of a drink, so it's like it's a bit like when RuPaul said to bag of chips. Or, like, why didn't you do something to do with a bag of chips in the branding challenge? She's like, oh, yeah, I didn't think of that. And it's like, well, <laughs> what? She's too, she's too busy sucking off professional footballers' bag of chips to know what's going on. Okay, Sam, if you're going to say that, you have to explain it. Because I don't think a lot of people will know the story. There was a story in today's paper in the UK that um, apparently a pro footballer in the Premier League has slipped into bag of chips's 
uh, DMs on Instagram and uh, tried to organise a meetup or a date or something and bag of chips uh, and said that even though they're you know quite macho, they're happy to meet up with bag of chips. Didn't say, didn't really say if it was sexual or not, but um, bag of chips apparently said no because she's got her own brand to think about. Blah blah blah. Bit of a non-story, but that was a reference to it. So if she's got her own brand to think of, is that to suggest that this is a controversial person who she would not want to be seen with? What what does she mean by that? Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought was odd. And surely for some, you know, for Bag of Chips to be seen with a pro footballer, that would do wonders for her um, for her profile, wouldn't it? Well, I think it's Wayne Rooney because he, that um, old granny prostitute he shagged, <laughs> Looked like bag of chips, didn't you? Do you remember? She did look like bag of chips. Oh, you mean you mean old slapper? <laughs> old slapper. That's her name. That was her name. Old spelt A U L D. Old slapper. What? That was her professional name or her tabloid name? Yeah, that was name. the professional. That was the professional name of the prostitute. Yes. <laughs> God. <laughs> Only in the UK, honestly. <laughs> But yeah, speaking of disgusting things, Gottmik is just being very disgusting in this advert. And you know I love toilet humour, but I mean, you have to kind of deliver it well. And it just wasn't... I thought it was quite, I thought it was quite funny, actually. I just think, honestly, like, Gottmik could do anything and I just I just love her. I think, like, she's, like... I think he's really funny and, um, you know, the... Oh, I like when she does that. I think she's really cute. Yeah, I think she's cute. I think she look like when she actually goes full feminine with the makeup, she looks so beautiful. She looks mm. really beautiful in this advert. But I agreed with what um, I mean. We'll get to the judges' comments, but I just didn't think. No, but when she's a man, when like it's when it's like boy got Mick as well. I think like you know, you know he's handsome. Got Mick is hot Mick as a boy, yeah. as a girl, as a beast. Hot Mick as any yeah exactly any kind of Mick. It's hot. Yeah, I would would with each and every type. <laughs> I just would like to critique as well that Carson's um, fake farts were not wet enough for my liking. No, was... do one now for us. <laughs> that that was an actual fart. That, that didn't sound like a fart. Like, let me do one. <laughs> do you know, I, do, I don't know why we're not nominated for my podcast awards because we're... Uh... I really don't. I really don't. Maybe maybe people aren't putting us up for them. Is that it? Is that the problem? Maybe it's a bit too highbrow and it's just a bit like... Well, actually, yeah. there are the, pod, the British podcast awards, but you have to pay to... Um... Do you have to pay to get in? Enter. You have to, you have to pay to submit and then, um. like... And then it's the listeners to vote. And considering most of you listeners, not naming any names, haven't even bothered to give us a review on Apple Podcasts. I don't trust in you to vote for us at the British Podcast Awards. <laughs> but we love you still, as long as you're tuning in. But we were inundated with reviews. I didn't know people were supposed to, otherwise I would have hammered that home. Yeah, well, we have got quite a few... View- I mean, Apple reviews are one of the best ways that you can support a podcast that you're listening to. It sounds like we've shoehorned mm. this in now, but it has come up naturally. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we, we do have quite a few, but we don't have as many as we have listeners. What was that about box menswear? <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the shoehorn episode. No, but it would be nice to get some reviews. <laughs> yes, please review, guys. Unless it's a bad review, then obviously don't. Yeah, don't, Mick. <laughs> Ross Matthews says to Got Mick, I want to make sure we push you to the finish line here. And a lot of the fans have been like, I think they're showing their favouritism. Like They were so desperate oh, yeah, for Got Mick to do well. Because I, I really they shouldn't have they shouldn't have kept that in, should they? <laughs> no, but I think it is really obvious that they are trying to push Gottmik, and I don't mm. mind it as much now because now that Gottmik has 
become clear is very actually talented. I'm like, mm, okay, fair mm. enough. But before I was like, oh, they're going to push someone who's not even that good at drag yeah. to the end. But yeah. she is good, so obviously. Yeah. Rosé back in the workroom thinks she's funnier than Tina. <laughs> Who do you think's funnier? Well, I agree. I do as well. So my, um, so my ex-boyfriend's sister, Stella, this week sent me a text in the morning of Saturday morning saying that she thinks that I remind her so much of Rosé and that's why she loves Rosé. I mean, that's nice, isn't it? Is it because of the handsomeness, do you think? Or the perfection? (laughs) I think... Or the fact that she's funnier than Dina Burner. (laughs) I think it's all of the above. And I think it's kind of... You can have quite a masculine and feminine energy at the same time. I think Rosé encapsulates that. Yeah. And just the natural charm as well. Oh, God, I must be tired. I'm being nice to you. Oh, my Um, God. (gasps) I'm going to bottle that and keep it. So do I think Rosé's funny? Yeah, I think this is is great because Tina Burner really thinks she's the fucking bee's knees when it comes to comedy. And... um, she isn't. She's she's turned into a, a bit of a one-trick pony. And um, while I don't particularly think Rosé's very funny, um, I think they're both a little bit try-hard. Um, like, I think I think Candy is funnier <laughs> than both of them. Simone's funnier than both of them. Gottmik is, is funnier than both of them. But um, if you had to rate them, I would say Rosé was just a little bit funnier because I find Tina quite tiresome. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's quite annoying when, when you're a comedy queen... A bit like Lawrence Chaney in the Chaney in the UK, and then you don't do well in the comedy challenges. It's yeah. like, well, that's meant to be your thing. So then, oh, this with well, Tina Banner is it's just it's it's basically it's, well, it's Lawrence Chaney. It's Lawrence Chaney and Tina Banner are from the same wheelhouse, one hundred percent. Although at least Lawrence Chaney is funny in the workroom and confessionals, whereas I actually find Tina Bunny, Tina Bunny, Tina Banner funny. Tina Bunny, did you see? Did you see? Did you see this week that Tina, that um, Lawrence Chaney came out full supporting uh, Scottish independence? Oh, I didn't see that. That's interesting. I knew Lawrence had gone quiet after winning. Apparently, she, um, I think, because yeah. there was a bit of a bimini bomb backlash and but she has now tweeted <laughs> yesterday when the podcast goes out yesterday saying that she's proud she did it for scotland etc well i wouldn't come out and then talk about scottish independence especially after it's gone down in popularity in scotland after the, after the fishy affair of sturgeon and salmon so <laughs> i don't know I, I i think this is i think this is um i think it was a bit of a poor move on her front frankly his front sorry yeah, well, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I'm angry enough about the drag racing. I don't even need any extra reasons. <laughs> and speaking of anger, Candy reveals that she got gay bashed at school and starts showing off her big scar on her arm. I think it was Tamisha Iman, personally, but um, uh, we don't know that <laughs> she, for sure. She, she's cut her up good! <laughs> I, thought it was, I thought, actually, I warmed again. Like, I mean, the thing is, because I had such a low opinion of Candy earlier on in the series, and now I'm warming to her more each time, well, until the runway came along. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, I think, um, yeah, it, it, these kind of stories are important, and it is, you know, that is why... I know we've heard it already in this series, but you get a gist of why she's aggressive. Like yeah. she fights, she she's aggressive first before someone's aggressive against her, which is um you know it's it's learnt from a young age. So that is so you sort of can't really, you know, it's nurture versus nature. So you can't you can't really blame her for it. Also, just to talk about what you were just saying, the annoying thing I think is that. The frustration viewers have is not necessarily with Candy, it's with the judges, because it's like, Mm. Candy keeps getting a pass, even though she's being just annoying Mm. or not doing anything. And if she was actually being critiqued properly, then I think fans would Mm. embrace her, because like you say, she is becoming more likeable, but it's just hard to keep rooting for her when the judges seem to be just 
um, giving her a pass to the finale because they think she's bringing drama. Mm. That's all. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get to the runway. RuPaul comes out in a black classic dress. Lovely. Very season one throwback. Mm. So is it a hit or a shit? It is hit for me. Beautiful. H-I-T. Yes, it is indeed. And the category mm-hmm. is... By the way, this is a running theme now. I don't know if anyone else has this. Every single week, I miss what the category is. It's beast! I must, like, <laughs> switch off just after RuPaul says a certain thing. I, I, I see. No, I don't think you. I don't think you missed it because I don't think until now that I don't think they've mentioned it once. They don't mention it. No, I don't think it was mentioned until RuPaul says it on the on the um, runway, just right at this bit. I know, but that's the bit I missed. Oh. <laughs> so when the first person comes out, I then have to figure out what the theme is from mm. what I see because every week for the last month I have missed the category and when I watch it because I watch every episode twice the second time mm. I still miss it and by this time I know what the category is and I just seem to have some fucking blind spot to it I don't know what's wrong with me it's like you and shoes babes you just you just can't see categories or shoes that's your problem it, well, is it a problem or is it a gift no it is a problem <laughs> so what did you think of Utica coming out in her maleficent Oh my god, beautiful! It was a massive hit for me. I think I thought she looked stunning. The beautiful train. I can't understand why the judges were so you know nonchalant about it because I thought it was beautiful and the makeup was great. The you know fucking eye things, what they called contact, contact lenses, lapse, yeah. and um, you know it wasn't really super maleficent, but it just it. I thought it was fantastic and it looked like it looked it was perfect for the theme. I just don't get why it got such negativity. Well, I agreed with Michelle. I thought she looked pretty, like you're saying, it was fine, but um, I just think. In a category like Beast, I think it invites you to get a bit crazy. So I think it's playing it safe to just... Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And um, also, like, Brooklyn Heights did Maleficent in a ball on season 11 and did it better than this. So I always think once something's been done, you have to either do it better than it's been done or don't bother. Mm. Um, Candy... Wow, okay. (laughs) Candy, this was a big hit for me, her alien look. Is is that a joke? Yeah. (laughs) This... (laughs) I don't it's even... the worst thing I've seen on Drag Race in years. I was going to say that, but then there was La La Ree's thing, remember? But she made that. In terms of things that are actually brought from home, I can't think of anything off the top of my head worse than this. No, I can't. And like, and she is lucky that she did, you know, reasonably well in the challenge because this was just a, just appalling. I don't understand. I mean, I don't understand anything about this outfit. It's like a green cat suit with furry bits on her tits and snatch, and then. But the thing that baffled me also is, I don't understand why she's draped an alien over her shoulder. But like, it looks really bad as well. It was like a blow up doll slash. I don't. I don't know what it was. It was just. <laughs> So weird. Well, it looks like... It's such a mistake. I've tried to look like an alien, but I don't, so I'm just going to carry one. Because then... An alien wasn't a theme either. It's beast. Yeah, it's not a beast. And so it's the wrong category, done terribly, with and then carrying around something and just looking like a complete prick. I know. (laughs) And that's like, she should have been read to fulfil for this. And the fact she wasn't just blows my mind. What did you think of Tina Berger's furry doll thing? Awful. <laughs> it was just awful. I, I mean, quite I get liked it. it's like you know, it was. I get like it's what it was supposed to be some sort of. I don't know, like you know, like the you know the kink of furries. Yeah, you know that yeah, is, I right? do. I am yeah, one. It was, it, it, it was so okay, babes. Um, it was like a. Um, I am. It was like a Frank. It was like a Frankenstein's furries sort of thing, like putting together loads of different furries with some terrible makeup and a and a big shit pair of scissors i mean what the point and and like and and high heels at the bottom no 
It was just awful. Well, I thought it was quite fun. I give it a hit, but I um I did what? agree with the judges <laughs> that the makeup was awful. And I think like you So you're giving it a hit? Well, I thought it was good, the outfit. I thought it was fun and um, different and weird. And are you really a furry? Um, well, I have not done it, but I can see myself going in that direction. And I don't want to be judged for that. I don't want to be kink-shamed for that. Although, Well, you kink sh- you've kink-shamed other people this series. I have, but I am quite a sweaty person, so I don't know if being a furry would actually lend to my... Mm. And and, does, and do you have sex in the suits? Is that how it works? I don't know. I'm not actually a furry. I'm just, like, interested. No, does one have sex in the suits? Um, I guess so. Otherwise, if you take them off, then you're just having normal sex. You just arrived in a furry suit so i guess you'd have to oh, i guess so. i think you'd have a little patch but i think with i think with most i think with most kinks though it is or most kinks i think are all about the run-up because ultimately it's just about fucking once that once all the kinks are done yeah that's true it all boils down to that in the end doesn't it and yeah. yet more furries with simone so she is a fox furry and what did you think I didn't even i didn't even love this i thought you know it was kind of fun but it, I, I, I certainly didn't think it was elevation of any kind maybe if she'd had like you know prosthetics on her face to make her look foxy or like but other than that i just thought it was just you know just looked a bit silly <laughs> i totally agree i really want the face done if not well it looked, it looked like she was like you know like a character in pontins or something or um or you know or haven look it's philly <laughs> the fox crash bandicoot she was wasn't she and it was just like yeah, oh, yes. what was it who, what's two tales from it's just, it's just, it's just tales. It's Sonic, from Sonic, yeah, or like that. And I was just like, I really agree with you. She could have had the prosthetics like the Vivian had last year when mm, she did her thing. Yeah, yeah. And also, yeah. it was just like it looked like you could buy it really cheap in a in a B and M again. And it's yeah. And I did think it was cute. Uh, back to B and M like UK Drag Race. I did think it was cute, but I was a bit baffled by the judges acting as if she'd come out in some avant garde creation. It's just like he's exactly. a fucking it was not avant garde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did yeah. you think of Got Mix Monster Puppet? Fucking brilliant! It was my favorite, my favorite look on the runway this week. I thought it was a hit. It wasn't my favorite because I think I expect Got Mix to do something like this. So if she does, and I think she's done much better looks. I love it—the big crazy cartoon eyes and the shoulders and the teeth. It was, you know, she was like a. That was that was perfect for Beast. It looks like something out of like a like a comic book or a dream or something. I thought it was amazing. It was very cool. Um, mm. I actually preferred Olivia's kind of similar thing, which was she did an almost Monsters Inc. thing. It was Sully from Monsters Inc. Uh, at least she had the face, unlike um, yes. unlike Simone. So I don't know. It was the judging was up and down this week. I thought it was cute, so I give it a hit. But my, my favourite was Rosé. Mm. I thought this devil was a bit of a showstopper. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. And I think the thing is, because like a devil is not that interesting a thing. It's quite obvious, but it's the execution. Mm. And she just did it mm. so well that... Number of the Beast. Absolutely. Release the Beast, Bimini! Sorry, I'm still sour. <laughs> I know. God, I can smell the lemons from here. Ginny. And my hairy ass. <laughs> right, let's. <laughs> I don't want to smell that. Hundred percent. Let's um go through. <laughs> she's she's got she's got two people in her throttle to smell that for her. <laughs> let's go through the commercials, the finished commercials. So we kind of already talked about them, but Utica, it was just too weird. I think the other. I liked it. It was kooky. It was odd. Um, and the, the last like ten seconds were, were great. But otherwise, other than that, it was. When just... you think you can't, Judy can. That was co- my favorite jingle, yeah. probably. Yeah, that was cool. Shouldn't get enough props for that. 
But uh, whereas, uh, oddly enough, she had too many props in the rest of it. Yeah, and I think the thing with Candies is it didn't make any sense, and I don't think there were any jokes in it. But as you say, Candy is funny, so like she can kind of make you laugh. It was just her being jokes. Candy, yeah. like yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. But I mean, she was just she just says bitch and kind of gives funny looks, yeah. and it just kind of works. But I think exactly. it didn't deserve to be in the bottom, but I don't think it deserved too much praise either. Mm-hmm. And I thought the same about Tina's. I thought I'm not a fan of Tina, but I mean, I didn't think it was bad enough to be in the bottom. I thought. It was boring. But it wasn't very fun. It wasn't very funny. It was. This was the problem, though. It was just the same again, same again, same again. It was just, um, you know, when she and the and the problem is, I think because she had done this whole, um, oh, I've got, I've got so many scenes. I've got this, and I'm having sex with a priest, and it's like, and she just, I think she thought it was brilliant. Um, but it wasn't. It was nothing so like that. It was nothing of the sort. There's, yeah, it was nothing. It was not. It was nothing of the sort. I think there was just a. Um, there is a disconnect between her thinking that her drag is elevated. I feel like sort of she thinks that it's that she's the finished article. Do you know what I mean? So there's no there's nowhere that she she doesn't need to grow in any way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a bit annoying though that the judges give her the critique of like you are relying too much on your signature colours and signature lane. Mm. And it's like, she needed that advice like a month ago. I don't know why. Mm. It's the same as with Utica in the faces. They don't seem to be telling the queens Mm. some of the more useful (laughs) tips. They just let them keep being (laughs) annoying. Um, I am in line with the judges though with Simone because it was my favourite advert actually. I found it quite funny. I loved, is your blood sugar low? I (laughs) love, is your blood sugar low? (laughs) Uh, I properly laughed at this. Properly, real, real laughed out loud. Yeah, it was great. sweet tooth. Uh, I liked the jingle. I th- and a lot of people mm-hmm. are saying Simone is playing the same character over and over again. I don't think she is because, like, in the one where she did the Fetri, that was a whole different character, and Harriet Tubman was an older character. So I think she is showing range. Yeah, yeah, it's it is different. I mean, yeah, like this was more, you know, like it was more like. Hoochie Mama, like she said, like Donna Summer, you know, Street Walker, like Foxy it was, Brown, it was yeah. dif- it, exactly. It was, it was, it was different. So um, you've got to give her that. Sorry, absolutely. Um, but I did think it was, as we said. I mean, Michelle described Simone's fox look as breathtaking. I was like, that is a bit over the top. No, no, <laughs> no that is way over the top. So for me, um, you'll disagree, as we've mentioned. But Got Mix was my worst advert. So I really did think she belonged <clears> in the bottom <throat> for this because I just thought it wasn't funny. It didn't make any sense. I thought Bruno was good in it, um, but we all know I'm a fan of Bruno. And which one's Bruno? He's the, like Brazilian one. I've emailed him before about coming on as a guest on the podcast. He said he would, but he won't what? talk about. Drag do you mean race. The, you don't you, you don't mean the ginger one? You mean you, you mean the other one? Yeah, the other one. The ginger if one you, is Bryce. I'm not being funny. If you, if you're if you're Bryce, yeah, I, Bryce, Bryce has a good agent because Bryce has been in, in it more than. The, some of the celebrities. <laughs> yeah, more than RuPaul. <laughs> I actually don't fancy Bryce. I think he's too posh. I don't. I don't think he's. I don't fancy him at all. He's got. He's got skinny arms and a funny face. Yeah. Love you, Bryce. Come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and here he is. What did you think? I also agreed with Ross that um, the name of Got Mix was awful. It was a big mouthful. Which. Yes, it was stupid. And um, but I liked the fact that she, I just liked her falling over. That made me laugh. Falling off the um, falling off the chair and the chair falling over. I mean, the table falling over. That was funny. I mean, there wasn't enough difference between the first and the second bits. Um, I got the whole point of it though. It was you know you do the same things but you feel different about it. But it just didn't come across that well. well she kind of stole the idea from Jinx Monsoon from season five with her perfume delusion and then did it worse. So, if ever she was meant to be in the bottom, <laughs> it should have been here. Uh, what did you think of Olivia Lux's live drink? 
Yeah, I agree with the judges here. It wasn't, I mean, being lovely and fun, she's, there was no acting, was there, involved. It just was um, Olivia being Olivia, and um, which is lovely and sweet. But um, in this bit, it did require some acting and it just wasn't really there. Yeah, I liked the bit with the... It was nothing of the sort. <laughs> I liked the bit with the mirage. <laughs> Um, so it had funny moments, but generally, yeah, it mm. needed, she did need mm. to stop smiling. I thought Ross's advice was right. Um, yeah. I really liked Rosé's, um, thought... Loved it. self-deprecating, and I do think she's a really good actress and acted it well, but I don't think all the jokes landed, so I don't think it was, like, as good as Simone's, but I think it, it was... It wasn't as good as Simone's, but because of, because of her, um, beast look... Yes. Like, they, they were, they were definitely on a par this week. Oh, definitely, yeah, I agree, but I think Simone just edged her, but Simone's got so many wins now, I feel like they should spread them out a bit. Mm. We always, we always say that, though. I do mm, They never do. That. Um, I don't know why they liked Candy so much, and I couldn't believe that they complimented that alien look. I just thought that was a travesty I didn't com- they didn't compliment it just Ross said haha I love it because he just loves anything that's really shit he said you look ridiculous uh, like I was... love it but I'm like that yeah exactly that's still praise and it's like no it's like when they praised mm. Evie Oddly for wearing that dinosaur thing it's like it's offensive to people who've worn actual fashion looks on the runway this week like Utica yeah. who's then been slated for it when someone's wearing a monstrosity like candy and being told I love it as if yeah, yeah. And finally, Carson says, "I want to. Ne- I never want to see red, yellow, and orange together again." While ca- yeah, speaking for a, a speaking for the human race. Finally, you, we Carson. are seen. We are seen. So Candy's safe, baffling. Simone wins, as does Rosé. So I was glad to see Rosé get another win, and Simone extending her place as the um, front runner. And then I thought the worst was Utica and Gottmik. Uh, who mm. do you think? No, not. No, because Gottmik's Got Mix Runway was great. Really, really interesting. I completely agree with the bottom two. Okay. Well, Utica and Gottmik as well would have given us a rematch because they were the, had their first lip sync against each other. <gasps> oh, yeah. But um, Olivia's safe, which I think is fair. Gottmik is safe, which I disagree with. And we get Tina versus Utica. And I, I wasn't that bothered about who left. I wish, kind of wish they'd both left, to be honest. But I thought, <laughs> I thought that Tina shouldn't have been in the bottom and then I thought she won the lip sync so I thought it was a bit of a rough ride for her uh no okay I'll tell you why she didn't win the lip sync she what they have said to her time and time again is uh you're just relying on the same old same old and then she's doing like the funky chicken she's doing you know the same old friggin moves that she would do in any of her shows I mean it was funny but it was basic and Utica was doing Really weird, wildly sort of stuff. She was proper doing the words. She was using her arms, her body, the whole dress. I mean, it was it was a much more of a mesmerising performance. And and Tina Burner was doing exactly what they told her what, what her failing is, and just doing the same old, same old. It was just it was a boring performance from Tina. It was yeah, it was funny. If it was her on her own, it was you and me, and we're and we're sat at the front and we're smashed, and we watched her and we were like, <laughs> yeah, doing the funky chicken. But um, as far as uh, lip sync for your life goes, you know. No. But it's a silly song. It's My Humps by Black Eyed Peas. So it actually calls for that kind of thing. So team, yes, it's Tina's well, that's shit. That's why, that's why Utica's, but it that's why Utica's was better. Because it was, um, it was, it was, you know, it was a different take on it. It was like spooky. I loved it. But Utica was just doing her shtick. And just because she happened to be in a spooky outfit, she was, I mean, it doesn't actually make any sense to do My Humps spookily. And I think there were moments where it, it kind <laughs> of was. You haven't seen, you haven't seen My Humps. <laughs> <laughs> they are spooky and creepy. But, um, and also why are we keeping Utica? She's not doing well in the competition i know tina's not either but it just feels like and she's won two lip syncs now 
and she's not a great lip syncer. Yeah, they've got they've obviously got they've obviously got a reason and I I'm with them. I thought it was interesting, but I did think like like none of the other queens like even laugh or clap or do anything. Well, when Tina did that big slide down the middle, I thought surely that deserves she staying. Like and then she was humping no, the ground like that was a that that was like a frigging that was like a UK drag race jump to your knees move. Balls. <laughs> uh, I wanted to mention, do you remember when Alanis Morissette did the version of My Humps? That was a... No. You have to look that up. Alanis Morissette did a slow, like, Alanis version of the song as, like, a joke, but, like, people didn't... And then she made a video to it, and it's iconic, so you must listen to that. I love Alanis. So, yeah, everyone's divided about the uh, lip sync, but Tina goes, and it does feel like it was her time to go, even though I don't don't think Mm -hmm. the judging was fair that led to it. No, I think that uh, Michelle was completely right. She has flatlined, and... um, it was the same old housewife. It was the same thing as last week. It was hadn't been moved on, not elevated at all. Same jokes, and they'd worn thin. And at least I think, um, like they say this week, that Utica has all this creativity, but she doesn't know how to harness it. So I think that if she, if they're giving her another chance to harness that creativity into something, you know, palpable, something yeah. that actually could be could be incredible. Because Tina's not going any further. It doesn't matter what she does with it. But Utica has the potential to be better. Do you see? I think that is true. But it is annoying for Tina that she's been eliminated just before the roast challenge next week, which presumably she would have been good at. Um, but I think I, I, I'm I calling it now. I smell... What, because she well, she, what, because she likes fire and burning? You think she'd be good at roasting? <laughs> Does she like burning? Does she like flames? I haven't picked up on that. But it's a miscongeniality roast next week, and I reckon it's going to be a 10 out of 10 for me. I can, it's got all the hallmarks of a good episode for me, so I'm going to be in a much more positive mood. <laughs> get ready to be disappointed. Don't forget to get your hopes up, Ed. <laughs> and we won't be back on Friday because Drag Race UK is over, so we actually get a week between podcasts so we'll get some time oh my to, god we might have some more normal conversations that aren't about drag race between us probably not <laughs> I know. Uh, and we'll miss you guys so sorry it's only one per week now i know for, maybe we'll do some specials we'll see <laughs> let's not the serial killer special <laughs> is coming um, <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> but we'll see you the same time next week thanks for listening let's click it out thanks guys oh i'm holding two phones i can't click it out you guys do it for me <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>